It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer and Cody Del Mendo after the Cubs lose their seventh straight game, Cody. Uh, it's not great, Luke. 14 uh, games under 500 now. 14. More good news for you. Mm. And a 4-1 loss to the Padres. Mm, I, spin zone, won a parlay tonight. Spin zone, <laughs> bet the Padres money line. Spin zone, bet you Darvish to win tonight. Uh, spin zone. It else? started an hour and a half late. Spin <laughs> zone. We had sewage coming up in the building. Spin. <laughs> we stinks. Yeah. <laughs> we stinks. Almost, Stuck. almost literally, if we got any more, any closer to that uh, sewage is, drain. This is, uh, listen, I know we're sitting here making jokes and we're trying to make everything, you know, fun and, you know, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. I'm trying to Gotta have liven it up here, right? But let's be real. Uh, this Cubs team, uh, they just do not give you even two of the three facets of the game that you need to win every night. Tonight, they actually got the starting pitching. Justin Steele, I think I won who you got. I'm just going to put it out there. You did. Uh, Yep. Bullpen, outside of Rowan Wick, okay, but... At the end of the day, offense didn't show up tonight. You get a solo shot from Jan Gomes, and that's it? And I know it's you, Darvish, you, Darvish revenge game, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just, like I asked for a competitive game where at least we don't get blown out like 18-4, to 4, and we got that. I mean, yeah, I, I, it, you know, I, I guess for this team, I just can't, like, ask for too much, right? Uh, should Should this team – be better yes it should yeah uh but injuries have piled up we've talked about it over and over and over I don't like I'm not going to make the chat have to sit here and listen to me throw out all these reasons and excuses they're not even excuses anymore it's just they're just not good at baseball that at the end of the day they're just not good and that and again that's fine we didn't have high expectations for this team this year uh and, you know, the takeaway you can have for tonight's game is that Justin Steele was good and good for a second consecutive start. A lot of people have been calling for them to take him out of the starting rotation. You nice. could say good. that about a month ago. And he has seemingly been able to give the Cubs seven <laughs> strong innings in consecutive starts. And that's a good Padres lineup. 
Agreed. Right? So, Agreed. I, they don't you know, have Tatis, but, you know, I will say, first of all, tip of the cap to David Snyder, who called Cubs will get the lead, and then we'll know they're going to lose. Yeah. They will score first, and we know they're going to lose. <laughs> what was um, your favorite part of the one nothing lead? <laughs> Justin Steele, seven innings, one earned run, five hits, three strikeouts, no walks, 77 pitches, 60 for strikes. What I love is his aggressiveness. Since the tip from John Lester through David Ross, he decided fastball command down and into righties, right? He pounded that last – his last start was his longest career start. Fastball down, down, down and in, down and in. And then tonight he was missing those down and ins, darting in, and as uh, Brendan Miller, our pitch doctor, was pointing out, a lot of it was in the middle early on. Yeah. So it looked like, uh, I don't know how long he's going to hang on to this, but he corrected it. Yeah. And he got it back. And he was now that's back-to-back quality starts. He's added more pitchers or more pitches to his repertoire. I like what I see, just like I liked early in the season what I was seeing from Keegan Thompson. So you know, there's there's some progress there. I, I like. By the way, he did all of this after taking a line drive to his pitching hand. Yeah, what, in like the very first inning? I still hope that they don't go back after the game and show an x-ray, take an x-ray and say, oh, because uh, he seems like a really tough guy. Mm-hmm. The bottom of your hand, a fastball, like, I guess there's some padding there at the bottom, but. Yeah. I mean, uh, it wasn't like a full-on line drive. It was a, like a bouncing, like a, it was a hard grounder. Enough hit, that it could do some to damage to your hand. For sure. for sure, yeah. I'm just saying that it, like, if it was a straight line drive, yeah, he probably would have came out of the game, oh, yeah. honestly. Uh, but, but it looked like they were thinking about it anyway. They were. And I won't lie to you, when that was happening, I, you know, kind of sunk into the couch thinking, this is going to be a long night, Stucky. Yeah. Uh, turned out it really wasn't that long. Uh, gave us no, the game game. went a little bit quicker, yeah. Jack says Steel has dog in him. Dog, yeah. When you who was that? Who was that uh, <laughs> college football coach? Was like, we need more dogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you know who I'm talking about? There's a great rant from a college football coach. We need more dogs. I don't know, Joey. You're 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 a cop. Okay. Oh, you'll find it. it's it's unbelievable. He's it's on it's it. been like five years ago. Bennett Presser, act more like dogs. Yeah. This day in sport. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm uh. He's mad at all the players. Coastal that Carolina fans and Coastal Carolina football. That's hundred uh, percent it. Yeah, the Chanteliers. It's it's a great rant. Uh, uh, um, anyway. Yeah, so I, I liked what I was seeing out of Steele. Uh, that's encouraging, and that's extra encouraging because he might be the only starting pitcher left by the end of the season. Like yeah. that's the way it's going. Yeah, with injuries and oh, it's been terrible. Who's, whether it's injuries or someone, who, guys who are going to be moved, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's terrible. Uh, I just feel bad. The guy deserved to win tonight, man. Oh, hundred percent. He and did. Like, yeah. That's yeah. listen. I I, I would have left him in for another inning, to be honest with you, just to see what would happen. Yeah, he already had a good start. All right. Listen, I know that you know wins and losses don't mean anything at the end of the day, but when you actually get a good outing like this you like to be rewarded for yeah it. and then when we look back at the guy's numbers at the end of the year you're like oh he you know like you know how many times you look at people's numbers and they have like you know good era and whatever and then their win-loss record is right is trash and then yeah. people are like 
what does that mean? And it's like, well, this is what it means. Like you, if he, if he had been doing this like all season, like, you know, obviously he's been inconsistent, but again, it's just like one of those things where he put the team in position to win and just wasn't rewarded. I don't know what was up with Rowan Wick tonight. He's so, he's, I mean, I haven't complained about Rowan Wick at all, really, this year. Nah, and I don't really complain about the bullpen too much, really. Yeah. At the end of the day, the Cubs just didn't score any runs. You score one solo homer? I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, I know this lineup is, it's, you know, top two guys, top three guys, top three, three or four guys, maybe. You know, Schwindel or Wisdom on a given day, who knows? But, like, it's Ian Happ, Chris Morell, and, and Wilson Contreras that you're like, all right, I'll go to war for those guys. Yeah. And you got Jonathan VR and Jason Hayward at the bottom of your lineup. And, by the way, one of those three might be on the team at the end of the season. Yeah. Because it's possible Happ is gone with Contreras. And after watching this game, it's possible that they would – I'm not ruling out that, that Jan Gomes is gone. Yeah. And I don't I, – I, I'm not going to be angry at him if that's the way they go. I mean, obviously, it's going to make him a worse team this season, but you know, he's going to be mid-30s by the time this team is good. Yeah. He's already in his 30s. So, you know, there's, there's probably some trade value there. There's a, any team looking for a backup catcher, Jan Gomes is certainly that, a playoff team that needs a, a, somebody to uh, ensure that they're going to have a, a quality catcher. Mm-hmm. I could see a team giving up something. Not a, not a haul for him, but I could see a prospect going for, for Jan Gomes. Steven asks, do you blame Greg Brown at all? Uh, that's the hitting coach. Um, the guys who, who yeah. are that, that have proven that they've been good outside of Chris Morrell, so Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. Contreras, 899 OPS. Happ, 838 OPS. I mean – Nico Horner, he's been slumping a little bit. He's got 689 or 698 OPS, batting 277, whatever. But, like, we know what Jason Hayward is. Jonathan VR, we, like, we, I mean, I've literally said he should be DFA'd. You know, Wisdom, you know, he, I, I keep going back and forth with, with Wisdom because you look at the numbers and, yeah, the batting average sucks, but he's got a 750 OPS. It's very right. solid for, like, any major league player. Like, I don't know. At least at least I, he hits home runs. Yeah, like. And he does play. He, he occasionally plays really nice defense. Yeah. Not always. It's not super consistent, but I would say he's a good third baseman. Yeah. Wisdom. Made a nice catch yeah, on a line drive. tonight. I know, yeah. and you were saying there's sometimes you're like, I thought he would get to that, but. Yeah, because then he got he's, an error later in the game. Yeah, yeah, he's. I'd still say he's above average at third base. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just like, you know, he. Stephen also said I expect Greg Brown to be a scapegoat after the season. They treat hitting coaches like crap, and I mean, Iaposi was around for a few years, perhaps back after the 2018 season with uh, what was his name. Chili Davis. Chili Davis. They, they blame the, let's but, let's just agree. They've blamed the hitting coach way too many times. That's true. That's that's a fall guy on a lot of teams. Yeah. First of all, half the players aren't going to listen to the hitting coach. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like the offense has been a, a little bit better. I mean, they're still struggling with situational hitting, which has plagued them literally since they won the World Series, and they can't hit with ducks in the pond. But, like, we saw that stat the other day. They're number one in first-inning runs scored. Like, you know, I, and it's a team where it's not. there's not a ton of offensive talent on paper, like Cody said. So, I, I don't – I just don't know how much you can really expect from this group. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of the point that I'm making. The, I'm the, and being the, the the moron who said, "Oh, 87 wins, folks." <laughs> I uh, wasn't going to bring it up. I, I, you know, it is what it is. I uh, I expected I expected more from certain guys, man, and we just haven't got it. And that's on. I mean, that's my fault for having any sort of hope. We'll um, we'll dig into that in a second segment a, a little bit. I do want to give a shout out to Shane Newbanks, uh, the head of the Stuckey's Club. The Stuckey's Club. Yeah. Is that what we're calling? No, it? I we haven't decided yet. We're still trying to come up with a name for our for the chat. our loyal the farm system chatters. The farm, farm system. system, the farm. <laughs> I still say the prospects. Ooh, it's a possibility. Um, the prospects. So yeah, I think Jan Gomes' uh, trade value went up. He had a home run. Yeah, I mean, we were talking after he hit it. We were talking. You know, Gomes has been a nice player for the Cubs this year as a backup catcher. 689 OPS, but, I mean, as someone who really hasn't – he doesn't play every day. He's not in the lineup every day. It's hard to really take a lot of the numbers yeah. into consideration. But, I mean, two, he's batting 256, uh, you know, in 82 at bats. He has 21 hits, whatever. His on base isn't very good. But, again, for a backup catcher, you look at the numbers and you're like, oh, that's solid. Like, you, you take it. Well, what – Cody, what were the uh, – let's, let's go through the offseason moves. Suzuki, he's going to be out at least another week with the finger, right? So, yeah. you know, I, I mean, say I still think it's going to be a good signing. But off season, okay, Frazier, gone. Uh, Simmons, eh, VR, ugh. ugh. Um, who else did they add? Chris Martin. You got to go through yeah, the, the bullpen, the relief, too. Yeah, the bullpen guys bullpen. have all been good. Yeah. Robertson's been good. Givens. Martin, Givens. Um, so, yeah, I, I, would, I like the guys they found in the bullpen. The Daniel position, Norris has not. Daniel Norris has not been great. But, like, of the position players, it's pretty much Gomes. Yeah, Gomes. As far as free agent signings. For, free yeah. agents, right? Like I'm just outside, to, outside of Suzuki. Am I, am I yeah. missing somebody that I'm yeah. – I don't think so. Like, they've, they've, they've missed on and, – and then throwing Wade Miley – yeah, well, they picked him up off waivers. Yeah, right, but, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, off-season moves that they yeah. made, right. um, trying to catch lightning in a bottle. I guess you've, you've been successful with Robertson, for sure. Yeah, for Givens, sure. Givens Fair. has been good, and I would say Gomes has been good. Those have been their three best. And Suzuki is still out. Sure, like yeah, you, it's way too early. To, to say that it's way been a early. good or bad decision. But there have been moments. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, when you, you talk about Jan Gomes' trade value, uh, I think he would be – I think you get some do- solid value back if you included him in, like – you included him in an arm. Yeah. Or something like that. Oh, yeah, like it would probably be a double deal. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, you're it's, not, maybe it's Gomes and Givens go somewhere. Yeah, or, Gomes. like, or like I don't, I don't know who he normally caught with, like, like – Well, Hendricks loves him. Right, right. But Hendricks has raved about him. Right, but the, like the thing is, is like the, I, 
I just don't – I – <laughs> if they trade him, then I just don't see any value in the Cubs getting anything back for him. You know? Right. He's been very inconsistent. He's got an F war under that's that, he's got a negative or a minus F war right now. Like I don't I don't I just don't see how anyone's You're gonna talking want about that. Hendricks. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about no, Hendricks. Yeah. I don't I don't think trading Hendricks makes any sense anymore because you'd be trading low stock. Right. Unless Hendricks starts tomorrow and starts a trend of being really good for right, like yeah. the next month and a half, then maybe they will do it. But I, I don't see it um, right now. Currently his stock is low. Yes. But go, as far as trading Gomes, that would still make right. sense because he's late in his career. He's a veteran catcher. The only reason you wouldn't trade him is because you would only have Higgins left to catch the rest of the games. Yeah. But get somebody up. Right. What I was getting at is, like, like pairing him with, like, Drew Smiley. If he's able to come back and give the Cubs God, I I mean, you forget Smiley's gone, too. Right. If if he's able to come back and give you four starts to boost that value. Because before he got hurt, Smiley had actually been a very nice surprise. I I did not expect him to be that great and he hasn't really been great but he's been serviceable and you know what he's done what a lot of guys haven't done eat innings <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean yeah so uh yeah i mean again they need him to come back uh miley like if he's able to come back and, and give the cubs four more starts four or five starts <sighs> seems, that's asking seems a unlikely. lot it seems unlikely but if he's able to do something like that you can pair pair one of them with Gomes and maybe get get something, but I, I do I think the Cubs are going to move Gomes? No, because they're going to move Contreras and they're going to need guys to catch. And PJ Higgins is not going to start every day. No, I don't think he will at least. I, and it just wouldn't be s- smart for the Cubs as far as injuries anyway if they just had one catcher. I mean, I don't know any other catchers they got in the organization outside of outside and, and you know outside of Higgins and Gomes. Uh, and Coy Hill's probably available out there <laughs> somewhere. Go pick up. Uh, is, is Robinson Chirinos on the, <laughs> on, the Chirinos. Wire, on the waiver wire? Again? I see Brendan Miller has joined the chat. Our buddy Brendan is on. He says, "I too am injured. My soul is injured." Mm. Welcome to the club. Well, at least Steele was good, pitch doctor. Yeah, at least Steele was good. That's the only like. I will say this: the series against the Yankees, those last two, like there was nothing good that came out of those two games. But tonight, no. they've at least, ne- I can't, at least still they can't believe Steele. they've never won. Yeah, so against the York. Yankees in New York, ever. At, at least Steele gave us some hope, man. Like a lot of, I think he if if he continues to pitch like this these last two outings, you know, maybe you start to think, okay, this guy can be a starter in in the major leagues. I, I don't know. Cody is ready to be hurt again. <laughs> no, I'm ready to like go to sleep and not be hurt until tomorrow night. <laughs> Jack keeps saying, "Man of Steel." A lot of nickname potential on this Cubs team. You know, morale, there's a lot of good morale, you know. The morale blend, Mm -hmm. man of steel, a lot of potential. I mean, maybe not on, you know, in between the foul lines, but nickname-wise, we're cooking with something here. Horner, could do something with that. Get your mind mind out of the gutter. Around the Horner. I was going to say, are you Katie Nolan? Remember her, 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 her joke? Um, <laughs> you know, I Apple TV broadcast. I think it was. I was listening to Brendan Corey on the way into work today. 
They made me more mad. Yeah, they, they, they me too. I, it, it flashed back to Friday and all of our talks before the series, and I was like, <laughs> you know, part of the problem is it goes back to the, one of the first things we talked about on this podcast, and it was the guarantee that this team will be competitive this season. Yep, yep, yep. They're 14 games under 500 in June. Yeah. Okay, I know months. that strategically competitive was the right word for them to use mm-hmm. because competitive can mean like, hey, we're in games. They were in a game tonight. But there is no way to sugarcoat 14 games under 500 in a bad division where two other teams are trying to lose 14 games under 500 is in no way shape form size anything you cannot describe it as competitive yeah I seven mean, straight losses is not competitive at this rate the reds are going to pass up the cubs we laughed at the preseason predictions when we said listen there's no way this team is going to finish below the Pirates or the Reds. Right. Zero chance. The reason I think it might happen now with the Reds, the Reds don't have anything else to trade away and give away. Right. The Cubs still have their best player to give away. Contreras is gone. Yeah. You take away your catcher, like one of the few guys that hits on the team consistently, and who knows who else is being traded. For sure, the closers and the bullpen guys. What's going to be left of the pitching rotation? Right. The starting rotation is thin now because of injuries and depth. Imagine what happens if you trade some of that. Right. I'm looking at the standings right now. The Pirates are ahead of the Cubs. They have, they're, tw- they're 24 and 35. Uh, the Cubs are two, two and a half games back of the Pirates. And then... The Reds are two games back of the Cubs. The Reds were at one point in the season, like 3-23 or something like that. What is today, June 13th? They're going to finish in last place. It feels like it. I think they're headed for last place. I really do. Unless something crazy happens, and I just don't, with the injuries and and how thin the roster is and knowing that they're headed toward trading again i don't see how they're going to stay out of the cellar yeah even with some guys having really nice individual seasons which is the positive but to say that they were going to be competitive this year if they finish in last place i don't know how you can say they're competitive yeah i listen i think do i i can't even put the words out I want to believe in what Jed Hoyer is trying to do. But, yeah, they, him and Tom didn't help themselves. When Tom went on marquee a week after the deadline last year, straight up set it to our faces on a damn camera and said, the Chicago Cubs will be in the NL Central Division race next year. And here we are at 23-37. and 37, And, we like, every night in the chat, everyone's like, we got a bunch of 4A players. And you know what? For the first, like, Month, month and a half, I try to defend guys like Schwindel and Wisdom, and I still think Wisdom's actually been a very solid player at this point. None of it's the player's fault. Uh, yeah, I'm not blaming the players. None of it is. What I'm, what I'm saying here is that on part of what you were yeah. saying 
is that these two guys said that this team was going to be in the division race. And you know what? I took it as this team's going to be 500 and we're probably going to maybe be in line for a wild card. And I know those guys can't control injuries, but they didn't do anything to, you know, add depth in terms of if injuries can. Fortify so that every team goes through injuries. Right, every team. But they, like, like you, you, what were they expecting? That's the thing. That's the that's the big question for me at this point. What were they expecting? Were they expecting this team to be this bad? And they really did just say we're going to be competitive and like just lie to our faces. I I, I don't know. Like, because again, like I want to believe in Jed because I do think he's made solid moves via the trade in terms of trying to replenish the farm, which was something the Cubs needed to do. At the end of the day, they needed to do it. Did they need to trade all three of those guys last last July and Darvish and all of them? Did they need to do them all? Probably not. But you know what? When you start unloading, you might as well just unload them all. Like if you're if and just rip the band-aid off. And you know what? I've I got on board and I am trying to, you know, see it through. But yeah. With the way with this team is playing right now and how they've played in general, this does not look like a one rebuild year and or retool, whatever you want to freaking call it, and look like a team that's going to be in the division race next year. It is a full rebuild. It's, it, but it, it shouldn't be, Luke. It, it should, shouldn't I, be. I know, but I'm look at it now, objectively, it's as big a rebuild as it was before. This, when, rebu- when you're this rebuild is starting to look as big a rebuild as the one they did in, in 2012. They're in the they're in the mix to get the number one pick in 2023. They're already picking seventh this year. That's a rebuild. They're going to finish as a top five a worst team it's in the MLB. Right? Rebuild. It doesn't well, matter what they call it. Again, when I'm what I'm saying is yes, that's fine if they're this bad this year now at this point to get the number one pick next for next year's draft. But they it this should not be like the last Correct. rebuild in terms of. 2012, 2013, and 2014. It should not be a three, three and a half, four year like stretch of just pain. It should not. It just absolutely should not. Not when you have the most expensive experience in baseball and not when you have a fan base like this that is dedicated and loyal. It's just a slap in the face to, to Cubs fans. It just is. And so, like, what I'm saying at this point, what I've been trying to say is that I'm trying to understand where Jed and, and, and whoever else in the front office really thought that this team was going to be something or just at least a 500 team, and then we got this. And it's like, are you guys just inept or do you just lie to our faces? Either way, I feel pretty shitty because I don't know. Well, I mean, and and the trick is they're going to have a lot of holes to fill going into next season. Like, we've already moved on a little bit mentally to next season. We'll we'll watch the games and enjoy it for certain things, right? Like, you're going to watch for certain things. You'll enjoy wins when they happen. But realistically, I think the whole franchise is is looking ahead a little bit. Um, They're going to have a lot of holes to fill. And you look at the Rangers who spent like a half a billion dollars, and they're not that good. Right. You know, 
half a billion dollars on three guys. Mm-hmm. Three guys are not going to fix this Cubs team, but, especially when you trade away Wilson Contreras. But that's yeah. why this doesn't need to be a four-year. Like, there is a lot of talent in the farm to the point where it's like, it's there's far a, enough away. It's though. far away. It's far away. But you have guys that are going to come fill spots over the next year or two. You, you've got some just, guys towards the top of the system that are going to come in. Do I think they're going to be competing for the NL Central next year? No, but I don't think that they're going to be bottomed out again like this. And then that's that's how I see it going. And yeah. another year of decent amount of spending, and then we'll see when we go into what twenty twenty four. Jack says, Judge and Correa, welcome to the team. Yeah. I Related to, like, you comparing the Rangers, it's not even, like, this past offseason that I wanted the Cubs to go and add significant guys that were going to cost that much. I didn't even ask. Like, I liked what they did. They just needed to do one or two more things, whether it was adding another arm or adding another bat. They literally stopped short because of whatever reason. And... Yeah, now that we sit here and we see all these injuries and we're seeing how certain guys are playing, I don't know if that changes too much, but coming into the year, if that team is if this team is healthy and you did a few more things, at least the fan base can sit here and be like and probably would just blame injuries more than anything. We're blaming injuries, we're blame and we're blaming ownership in the front office. Like it just seems very it's very dark right now. If they for this fan base. I don't know where this team would be. Let's say Saya was healthy. Yeah, it happened left. Morell happened to come up, play great in center. If you had gone ahead and signed Correa to the deal that he ended up taking in Minnesota, $35 million this year, right. with an out. And again, it's not a massive long-term deal, so it's not handcuffing you for the future with a lot of young infielders coming up. If you had create, if you'd gone out and spent the money, even more. Again, it's not my cash, but if you put him at short, and then you had added Rodon to the rotation, would have been a lot. Don't get me wrong; it would have been a lot of moves. Right. But the team would be sitting in a way better spot than they are right. now. And even in even if the team was not good, you at least had some sort of like nucleus or something something I, that you could be like going into the next offseason and thinking all right let's we we tried and did this and this and this didn't work but we have the farm right and right. those guys are going to come eventually let's try and fix these little things here and there but right now it's like shit we're about to move the best offensive catcher in the game we're about to probably move our left fielder and we're just at the bottom and it to me, again, it just they shouldn't be. They should not be doing that and just unloading everything. Just. I, I think Ryan is almost ready from the ballpark, if I'm not mistaken. Let's do a quick uh, points bet update from you. And the good news, again, was that you made a lot of money. Yeah. Not you, enough for the IRS to be concerned <laughs> with it, but, but there was a successful night for somebody. Yeah. The good news is, is that the pain parlay is 1-0 in its last one. Uh, we'll go for 2-0 and tomorrow. Uh, tune in to CHGO bets daily uh, for the pain parlay. Uh, anyway, the pain parlay was made on points bet. It's my favorite app, Luke. I know, I know it's your, it is. It, yeah, yeah. Me I love too. to tell One you. Of them. Yeah. Uh, and it's the best way to also support CHGO. So if you download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up, 
If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you. Remember, that pointsbet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. Boost. And, and if you've been under a rock or just, you know, offline, you, you might not know. You might not have power tonight. Yeah, I mean, I know power is out. But you might not know that online sign-up is available in Illinois. It has been since March. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, you can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Luke does it every, or he, if, I, I can't If I talk. can do it, you can do it. If Luke can do it, all if of Rocky you can, can do, do it. If Rocky can do it, Drago can do it. Exactly, exactly. Signing up with the fastest sportsbook is now easier <laughs> than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet, live your bet life with Points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hello, Mr. Herrera. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, oh, is he not here yet? Is he, is he ready? Or do we have another? He is do, ready, do but another? Luke's got to tell I, us I, I about. Wanted, uh, before we bring Ryan on, I don't want to tell him about this because he's fit enough already. But for oh, the rest okay. of us, we're all working towards a goal here. Ryan's in the gym. I mean, we're on these Twitter things, and we hear the plates right. going in the background. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He's constantly throwing the plates around. So... <laughs> I throw a different type of plate around into the dishwasher, into my mouth, into the dishwasher, <laughs> into my mouth. Uh, but I do like Owen. And so that's what I want to tell you about. O-W-Y-N. Only what you need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. All of their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible, First heard about it when I heard that QB1, Justin Fields, was following a plant-based diet and trying this stuff. And Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. 20% off your first purchase at LiveOwen, that's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com, with the code CHGO20. Join me, Justin Fields. Try Owen, only what you need. Let's bring in Ryan Herrera now. Because I think some of his gains have been due to trying Owen. I, I mean, he, he hits the protein. Here's what he does. he does on a leg day. Ryan is always going boom right to the protein shake afterwards. Mm. Feed the beast, right, Ryan? Feed the beast. Got to go within two hours. I, I hold, on, hold on, Ryan. Hold on. We're struggling here. Hold on. Hold on a second. Is it because the TV hold isn't on. turned up? We got something going on. We're having technical it, it difficulties. It could be from the storms. We don't hear yet. It was not from the TV. Oh. 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 What is he Ryan's doing? giving us a, a, sign, a third base sign. He just told us to steal third. <laughs> it, yes. Pin, hit and run is on. Ryan has just signaled <laughs> us the hit and run is on from Wrigley Field. Oh, my God. All right, Ryan. We'll try and make this work. We'll bring you back in a minute. Okay, okay, he's going away. Well, anyways, Owen is. I know that Ryan has seen great gains from that. So let's go back to the misery of talking about uh, Joe Sheehan, <laughs> who pointed out to? on Twitter saying that a year ago today, you ready for this in the chat? No. A year ago today, the no. Cubs were in first place. 
since that point, a year ago today, one 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 calendar year has gone by, and in that time, the Cubs are fifty six and one hundred one, which Don't leads me to my prediction now that I have adjusted mentally in my head. <laughs> I believe we are headed for a hundred loss season. We are. I think uh, that's where they're headed, and that's not. Uh, that's not to be negative. That's not that's to just be. Just the fact. I yeah. just. If I'm if I were wagering on points bet right now, all over with my money, how many losses? I think you're going to see three digits. Yeah, well, the way that they're playing for sure right now definitely leads they're on you to pace for it, and they yeah. haven't traded away Contreras yet. Yeah, I, or Robertson or Givens. Right. I you know the only thing that might keep me from believing that actually happening is if you know maybe just maybe if Jed and whoever would call up Velasquez and Maldonado and a few of these young guys in Iowa who are you know who've been mashing and you know what they I guarantee you even if they don't mash we will definitely probably at least be a better offensive lineup than when you have Jonathan VR and Jason Hayward in it boom roasted uh, somebody, I, I, don't, I don't remember who I saw in the chat today, but they were not. Uh, VR is l- losing a lot of fans. I think they're still playing him to try and find somebody for a trade partner. I don't know if that, that means. to be. It has to be it. D- does that mean another team has asked about him? They're like, oh, well, we better play him. Because otherwise it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I, I mean, he, did steal a, he did steal a base, and I said trade value up. Yeah, it's like when Gomes hit the home run and I trade back. Tweet it out. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, you're muted, by the way. I'm, tr- I'm trying to message you on Slack. I figured I would just, you know, hop on here and tell you. But uh, <laughs> check your Slack. Sorry, guys. That explains a the lot. The storm has <laughs> muted Ryan. <laughs> so having some technical difficulties over here, you know. It's been a long day. I you actually have I something happening? small to bring up. Yeah. He's, he's pulling the Wayne's World right now. It's like when he goes to uh, order price and he goes through the drive. Yeah, he's like faking it. He's faking Wayne's it. World. I'm going to take yeah, him off until we can figure it out. I think he's doing it on purpose because he wants to get home because he knows how late this thing Wouldn't is Wouldn't surprise going. me. Perhaps. Perhaps. I, I am wondering, though, what's up with the Padres jerseys? Who, oh, they were ugly. Who told them I, this was a good idea to no. make their primary colors brown and yellow? Yeah, that's, that's those are Valpo colors. Not proud of that. Sorry. Sorry. Um, very difficult colors to go with the poop and pee. Yeah, um, didn't they used to have these brown unis back in the day? Well, see, some of their uniforms are cool. I actually like some of the Padre uniforms. The uniform they wore tonight, which is just basically a dark brown shirt that says Padres with a boring font, terrible, mm-hmm. terrible. Some of their home uniforms aren't bad. Mike Dubs compares them to UPS drivers. Yeah, they're they're not good. <laughs> it's not a good look. Uh. It's not. Uh, so we got that going for us, but they're, you know, yeah. they entered the night a half game out of first place. So, well, related to Joe Sheehan's freaking uh, tweet, I know I kind of already ranted, but like, like someone should like take that tweet and show it to Tom Ricketts. Like, like, I, I, I don't know. Well, that's there again. No sugarcoating 56 and one one in the last calendar year is not competitive, right? I, 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 not competitive. I like someone needs to show it to the Cubs. I feel like they probably will see it. This this guy has forty three thousand followers on Twitter. Like, I have a feeling someone will see that in the Cubs organization. But even still, though, like, I don't know. They 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 have to. I hope the next 
150 plus games or whatever are at least a little bit more respectable than that because that for a big market team like the Chicago Cubs is uh, shameful. It really is shameful. It's getting harder and harder to watch on a nightly basis. Yeah, I mean, it's got to the point now where I don't get up and, you know, prance around and and, and Yeah, and you don't even excited. throw your hat at the TV anymore. Yeah, I stopped throwing my hat at the TV. It's Complac- like... Complacency is way worse than anger. Yeah. If, you're, if you own a baseball franchise, if you have a complacent fan base, that's even worse than fan, a fan base than it, that is angry. Yeah. You don't want them to go there. I mean, parts of me is angry, for sure, but I'm sure. also just, like, at the point where what does it – what do wins and losses mean anymore, like, at this point? Like, maybe maybe win a few and I'll, and I'll get back into that mode and not only be because I don't want to see the Cubs lose 100 games. You right. know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. Number one pick in the draft, whatever. At the end of the day, I do not want to see I do not want to see this team lose 100 games. They shouldn't. They sh- they just should not be a team that should be lo- that should be losing 100 games. They just should not be. And again, I'm not going to go down the path again. I'll just I, you know, the last team was 2012, lost 101, and that was the low point of the rebuild for the Cubs, the lowest of the low. Yep. Is it possible? that this team will sink lower than the first. We never, when they said this isn't going to be a full rebuild, we never imagined that they could sink lower than they did in the first rebuild. Is it possible that this team could sink lower record-wise than the first rebuild did? I think it's possible. I didn't didn't think it was possible, but I also think this, it's, they could be headed for a 13-game losing streak. You get yeah. three more with the Padres and the Braves coming into town. It depends on, like, what you mean by it. Like, do you think it's going to take more than three and a half years to rebuild the franchise and be I'm talking strictly good? record. Will, will they lose? Is it possible that they would lose more than 101 games this season? Well, at this point, it does kind of look like it. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Which is, which is, which is I, I shouldn't say shocking, but it's... It's something. Yeah. It's something. I don't know. It's, it's painful. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Real quick, before we try, and get, are we going to try and get Ryan in again in a second? No. I think we're just going to let Ryan Lightning get home him. Get home safe tonight, beat the, beat the weather he traffic. Yep. He's, in yep. the D, he's, in the, he's in the chat. He's in the chat now? Yeah, he asked if I DM Steele before I start today. I did not. <laughs> I have not DM'd him in a while because uh, he's on a good roll. So I'm he's just, on a roll. Letting yeah, him ride. I'm letting him ride. Uh, hey, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app. Use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only do you get those two risk-free bets up to two grand, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you get that free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of Ryan's web content. And you even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com. And we'll help you out in case you missed it online. Sign up going in Illinois. Signing up. Faster than ever, register your account, start to finish, all from your phone. It's the fastest sports book. You can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 or text Cody. So real quick, 
Uh, mm -hmm. That went right over his head. Text me. <laughs> Cubs winning percentage right now at, on June 13th, June 14th, sorry, 383.383. Uh -huh. That would put them on pace for a 62 win and 100 loss season on the dot. That's exactly what I said. I, I feel like they are, and, and that it's, it's on we pace. We are right again, on pace. And they had a better start to the season than I think some of us expected them and to. And they haven't traded away their best player yet. Not and, great, Bob. And, and their closer. And their setup guy. And some other pieces. Like, do I think it's possible that they're headed that way? Boy. I mean, I sat here. I've sat here for two months or however long the season's at, well, we're at two and a half months almost, and I have listed reasons why they shouldn't trade Happ. You got one more year, and if you did want to extend him and let him be part of the next core, you're not going to have to pay him nearly as much as you would have for Contreras or any of the last three guys. But on the other hand, he's got almost a 900 OPS. He's having the best season of his career, and he's never been consistent in his career. So you might as well trade him and get top value for him now while you can because you don't know if he will do that for multiple years. I, I, I don't know. That's, that's where I sit. Joe, on the comment, I agree with you. He says, if Miley and Smiley didn't have these injuries – they would not be this bad. There's a lot of bad luck in this record. Yes, but there was no backup plan. Exactly. There's no backup plan. You had, you had two veteran pitchers coming off. Well, one didn't even pitch in spring training, so you knew there was something going on. And, and the other guy was coming off injuries in his past too. So, and, and you knew this was going to be a season. Every team knew that this was going to be a season where players were going to get injured more. There was no off-season program with the team. You had, you had a shortened spring training going on. It was known this is going to be tough on injuries this season. And because this roster is so thin, they can't handle any of the injuries. Not you know Most teams can afford to lose a Wade Miley or a Smiley or any like though we're not talking about losing Jacob DeGrom. Right. Talking about losing Wade Miley. That shouldn't derail your season. Yeah. Like, I agree. The record would be better, I believe, if those two guys were pitching. But there's, there's a ton of buts. Yeah. That's the thing. There is a, there is a if but this if, happened, if this if happened. This if happened. this happened. Yes. And that is one thing that we did say at the beginning of the season. This team does have a window at the top where you could see them at least competing for a playoff spot, if. But they were going to have to hit on all of those ifs. Mm -hmm. And some of the ifs are hitting, but the injuries and the other things are just sucking the energy right out of the team. Yeah. I mean, you didn't expect Morrell to come up and try and give him this kind of lift. No. You didn't expect necessarily Wilson Contreras' <laughs> best season in his career. You're getting it. This you didn't team. expect Keegan Thompson early on like this. Steele's doing this. Like, there are positives to watch, but the rest of it is so negative sometimes that it just saps the energy out of the fan base. Yeah. And of the team, I think. No, I agree. And, and you know, I, 
that it goes back to just like I said how earlier how they just didn't spend enough in the offseason. They spent, but they didn't spend enough. They didn't have any backup plans. And, you know, going in, I was thinking, oh, maybe they didn't spend here because – or they didn't get another pitcher because Caleb, they thought maybe Caleb Killian would be available earlier or be ready to right. go earlier. We didn't see him until, you know, end of May – Beginning of June, somewhere in that range. Maybe they thought Brendan Davis was coming up, too. That, too. I don't know. But, again, his back was bothering. We now know his back was bothering him in spring t- training. And then he went to Iowa. So, like, right. there there were some red flags if you had that inside information. Right. I just, But, you know, we are where we are. And there's a lot of reasons of why. And it just sucks. Because, again... I'm, I, I understand what you're saying, how this rebuild could be worse than 2012 in terms of record-wise. Uh, but nonetheless, the Chicago Cubs should not be in this situation. And the only reason they are is just like what Joe Sheehan said. They are the reason that they're in this position. They did it to themselves. They, 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 they didn't do enough in the offseason. They couldn't find a way to keep one of the core pieces around. Now we're going to trade the best offensive catcher in baseball in a month and a half, maybe the left fielder, and then we're going to have Seiya Suzuki and a bunch of young guys who I will, you know, try and get up for and some other dudes who are just trying to make a, a way into the, into, into the, in the majors. And it just – None of it makes sense. That's the thing that sucks the most because in 2012, the one thing that you can say about 2012 is that you knew what you're going to get that year. And you can say the same thing about 2013. You can say the same thing about 2014. And we just don't we don't know. And that's what sucks about this entire situation the Cubs are in right now. We can sit here and I can go on another tangent about Ricketts and Jed Hoyer, but I will save us all the energy. Yeah, it's getting late. Real quickly, Kyle Hendricks. Going to pitch his first game since June 1st. We're not even sure what was going on with Kyle. We were just kind of told he was working on some things. But it's, he's going to pitch for the first time in almost exactly two weeks. What are your expectations for game two of this series with Hendricks going? Um, I just want to see him pitch five innings and look good for five innings. Like, I, I don't need it. I don't need an his best game of the season against the Padres. I just want to know that he's healthy at this point. Yeah, uh, you know, definitely want to see the health. You know, he pitched well against the Padres out in San Diego. Mm -hmm. That was probably one of the highlights of the year. Yeah. For this Cubs team, at least. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that he can, you know, do exactly what Justin Steele did uh, tonight. Maybe not innings-wise, but just, like, be good enough to give the the team a chance. Uh, And, yeah, you know, it'd be nice to see him – you know, just give us a classic Kyle Hendricks start where he's got that change up and fastball command going. And let's start the game on time. Start the game on time and get the game done in under three hours. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Sexy? That would be nice. And and by the way, the uh, on-base streak from Morrell is up to one. Technically not a streak until it's two, so we'll try for that starting on Tuesday. What does Joey say? Could not agree more, Joe. This team would be no better yeah. with Rizzo. 
So Joe, uh, says, Joe says, I'm not disagree. I'm not disagreeing with that. He the said prob- keeping anyone from the core would not have made this a better team. The issues go back to 2018, 19, how drained the farm was, and all the expiring contracts 100%. come up at once. It's true. There's we saw there's this tweet about how Chris Bryant's barely paid. Javi Baez has a 55 WRC plus. Like it's not a better team, but I agree. Like there's still reasons as a fan where you don't. It doesn't matter. Like they, they could have done more to not be trotting out a triple A roster every day. Exactly. Yes, the, That's the, the we point. we understand the snowball started rolling downhill when players didn't develop at the pace we thought they were, and when young pitchers were never developed until recently, yeah. very recently. Like players were not developing back at the farm system after all those guys were called up. Right, draft and, picks didn't hit. And I, I think Joe sent that message because I said, you know, because the Cubs yeah. didn't keep one of the no, he's guys right. around. And, like, again, I, I, hey, you would ask me in 2018, 27, 2018, even 2019, I've been like, yeah, you got to find a way to keep at least two of the three guys or two of the four guys if you want to count Kyle Schwarber at the time. But we – you know, going into last year, I thought they should have at least at least kept one, and the and things would be different this year in terms of at least no like having got someone to to build around or something. I don't. I don't. They just don't have that. Right I've now. said it a hundred times. I don't disagree with the plan of restocking the farm system because eventually you will get to a better place. Right now, you are in a rut that is ugly. Because there wasn't some, there wasn't a happy medium that met him halfway. Yeah, there's that. A, that's what's going on. There's obviously a lot of reasons why that didn't happen. And again, we've lost seven in a row, so I'm just spiraling. We we all sat on the couch on Friday and agreed that that was the right move to trade those three guys. But at it the same was. time, it doesn't make it any easier to sit through 106, 100 losses. You know, if that's what Bingo. we're on pace for right Correct. now. So it Bingo. sucks either way. But yeah. not that that wasn't the right move. I mean, they could have. Resign those guys too. We talked about it. We can go on and on about this. It just it, the team sucks right now, and that sucks. The yeah. right move would have been breaking it up a year earlier, yeah, or two years earlier, yeah, which would have been tough to take too. But in the long term, it would have helped the team probably. Probably. Uh, thanks for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs post game show. Cubs lose four to one. We'll try to stop the losing streak at seven in a row on Tuesday. We'll be back here for the post-game show. We hope you will, too.